Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15,178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE or Summit 4xE. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Just about to go live on Instagram uh, to answer some questions and see what's doing there. We're going for about 20 minutes, half an hour here, probably close to the 20 minutes to be honest with you. It's pretty late here, Sunday night, uh, so we'll see who joins and then we'll get stuck into that. G'day guys, uh, if you've got any questions, send them through uh, recording for the podcast here. Uh, we'll have all the content, all the uh, audio available tomorrow morning as well. So any questions you got? Flick it through, and uh, let's get stuck into it. G'day, guys. Uh, welcome to the live. Any questions you got, send them through. Not quite sure what's happening. We don't seem to be going out to as many people tonight. Not quite sure why that is. Uh, but any questions you got, guys, send them through. Webster, welcome on, brother. Any questions you got, guys, whilst we build our audience on here, send them through. Let's kick it off. Any questions you got, whatever it might be. We've got a huge episode of Bloke in a Bar coming tomorrow. Hey, uh, what's happening with Adam Dewey? Yeah, I heard a rumor a couple of weeks ago that he could have been heading to the Penrith Panthers. Uh, I haven't really heard anything since then, to be honest with you. So I've obviously mentioned it a few times, uh, but I don't have anything more on it since then. So I think it will be a really, really good get uh, for the Penrith Panthers. They were to get Adam Dewey over there, and I think they're every chance too, from what I've heard. Uh, but yeah, it would be an interesting one. A huge loss for the West Tigers, if so, desperately need him. Thoughts on the Tigers, 2024 side. Uh, yeah, mate, on paper, it's great, isn't it? I mean, it was really good last year as well. I uh, just couldn't quite piece it all together. So I really am hoping uh, that Benji can get these guys up and moving next season. Uh, I'd be lying if I said I was confident of that, though, unfortunately. Uh, we all know what the West Tigers are like as a franchise, and... Uh, yeah, I don't know. I really do hope they turn it around, and I think the Bud Sullivan's a fantastic signing. Uh, what a loss for the Dragons in hindsight, considering all the Amon stuff and whatnot. So they've got the ability there. You know, w- watching Buller for Fiji, he is an absolute freak. They've got the fullback. They've got Latu Fina. They've got all the young guys there as well to make a big difference, and I'm just hoping that under Benji Marshall, he can get the very best out of these guys. I love De Silva too, the young hooker. So they've got a good squad right now, but I think they've got a good squad heading into the future as well, which uh, obviously the Tigers have never struggled to have talent. It's just about keeping them there, and I think they've made a really good start uh, with Buller, and I think Latu will be there for a few years now, assuming all goes well there. Uh, so I think the Tigers are in a good spot, but it's just comes back to the front office, doesn't it? And if it doesn't work over the next year or so with Benji Marshall there, 
I'm just not sure what the answer is going to be, unfortunately. So hopefully they can work it out. Cam, thanks, brother. Good to have you on. Who misses the Roosters' backline in 2024? Yeah, it's an interesting one, isn't it? You've obviously got uh, Suwali'i, Dom Young, Daniel Tupu, Billy Smith, uh, Joey Manu. I mean, if you were to pick the biggest stars out of those guys, you're probably saying Billy Smith misses out, but I'm not convinced that he will, to be honest with you. I know Robbo loves him. They all love him there at the Sydney Roosters. So I give Billy Smith every opportunity to still be in that side. But Dom Young joining and Suwali'i seemingly still being there next year, not going to Union early as it stands right now. Puts a real predicament on their hands, doesn't it? Trying to work out uh, who fits where. You've also got a, a number of young guys there that I really like too, like uh, Robert Toyer and these sort of guys who are coming through. So, yeah, the Roosters, they're in a very, very good spot with their depth. We know what their pack is like. They get Connor Watson back next year as well, one of the most versatile guys in rugby league. So the Chooks, they're in a very, very good spot with their squad. Uh, and in that back line, I'm not sure who misses out. I think Daniel Tupu, Joey Manu, they are absolutely locked into a spot. You would have to assume Suwali's locked into a spot somewhere, I would say. Uh, but you can't, I don't think you can leave Dom Young out. So maybe Billy Smith is the guy to miss out. But I thought Suwali'i, when playing left center, he wasn't great. And I called for it all preseason. I thought he'd absolutely kill it there. He wasn't great there. Uh, he's much better on the wing. So really interesting one there, what the Roosters do. I'm keen to see how Trent Robinson lines up in round one. Uh, quick question, how good's footy? Yeah, it's good, mate. Uh, I absolutely love it, obviously. I've made a career out of it. Uh, yeah, obviously, without the NRL, it's pretty tough at the moment. I'm not going to lie. Uh, UFC, cricket, all good, but nothing compares to week-to-week footy. Even watching the internationals today, like the, that, that game that I watched, it was an absolute cracker. It was sensational. But it's just not the same as the NRL. The international game is growing, and it's heading in the right direction, and it's great to see. Uh, but I'd be lying if I said I wasn't desperately missing the NRL, especially that last taste we got of that grand final. Uh, uh, unbelievable stuff. That feels like so long ago to me now. Uh, so, yeah, desperate for round one next year. Round zero, sorry, in Vegas. Hopefully we'll be over there. Hopefully some of you guys are able to join us as well. Uh, Broncos, wingers and centers next year. Yeah, interesting. I think uh, Selwyn and Jesse Arthurs will be on the stings. Uh, I think Katoni will be one center. They've got to replace Herbie. So they've got a couple of options there. They could move Selwyn there. Uh, a couple of young guys as well. I genuinely think it'll sort of come down to the trials, who stands and delivers. Uh, but Brisbane, they've got very, very good depth. So I'm sure they'll be able to cover that just fine. I would be keen to see Selwyn Cobbo play there, to be honest with you. Get a little bit closer to the ball. But... Do you want to break up that combination he's got with Adam Reynolds out on the right edge? I probably don't want to, to be honest with you. So, yeah, the Brisbane Broncos side, they'll be interesting heading into next season as well. Be I'm keen to see how much of an impact that grand final has had on them. Uh, heartbreaking stuff. I mean, I, I pretty much announced on my live they were the premiers. Ezra Mann was a Clive Churchill medalist, and then the Panthers just pulled their pants down. Uh, the biggest comeback in grand final history and probably the most unbelievable grand final I've ever seen. Uh, so there will be scars from that. Uh, I really do hope this Broncos side's able to take it in their stride, like the Panthers did a couple of years ago, but we won't know until we see it, unfortunately. So fingers crossed they're all good. Uh, where do you think the Titans fit in Campbell, Brimson, and Keeney? Yeah, I don't know, mate. Uh, Keanu Keeney is gonna is a superstar in making. I'm so excited about him. Um, and you know what? I was looking at this Titans side 12 months ago going, fuck, how do they fit in Campbell and Brimo? And I didn't have an answer then. I don't really have an answer now. I know it's easy to say Brimo at six, but it's not his best position. His best position is fullback. Uh, I, that's where I want to see him play his best footy. And I know that Brimo, he'll do whatever is best for the Gold Coast Titans, whatever is best for the team, but he knows where he plays his best footy and it's fullback. Um, Chuck Keeney in there now, I don't know how the fuck you fit all these guys in there. A lot of people say play Jaden Campbell uh, in the centres or at the wing. J- just defensively, he isn't up to it, let's be honest here. Uh, he's a spot defender every time he jumps up there. When he plays 5-8, he's always a spot defender. I just don't think he's ready to play in the front line yet, so... 
Great problem to have, fitting so many stars into a team, but I, I just think they're going to have to lose at least one of them. But we'll see how it plays out. It's my biggest worry for them. Thoughts on the Storm looking to trade Olam for Bloor for 2024. I like it, to be honest with you. I think they're not using Justin Olam at the moment for whatever reason that might be. I did say after their game, their, their last game of the season, I sort of said to Kempe, like I said it on Bloke as well, that to me that looks like Justin Olam's last game. They all look very frustrated with him. Um, they brought him back in after a long time out. Maybe it's just time for a change with Justin Olam. Uh, is the West Tigers the best landing spot for him? I don't know. Time will tell. Uh, but the Tigers, I look at their squad, and the one thing they are short on is outside backs. I look at the Melbourne Storm squad. The one thing they're short on is forwards, impact forwards. Sean Bloor, he kind of is one of those. So I, I think it would be a good trade for both sides, assuming the Tigers can get the best out of Olam. Uh, but even if, you're only, even if you're not getting the absolute best out of Juzzy, uh, I think he's better than a lot of their options there at the moment. So I don't mind the trade for both sides, to be honest with you. I'm very, very keen to see Bloor in that Melbourne Storm system. Uh, Bellamy gets his paws on him. I think he'll turn him into a proper gun. He was an absolute star coming through the grade, Sean Bloor. Injuries held him back. Some of the signings the Tigers have made have held him back as well. Uh, but I think he is a genuine star. So I think it'll be a good little get for them. Uh, best 5'8 next year. Yeah, interesting. I think uh, Ezra Mammy really sort of snuck under the radar a little bit this season. I think when we arrived at Origin, you would have said Cody Walker was the best 5'8 of the year, and I don't think you would have really got much pushback there. Uh, but obviously, Ezra Mam, he was just so consistent throughout the year. I think it'll be hard to beat again. Once again, I think it comes down to how the Brisbane Broncos bounce back from uh, that grand final loss, how, how many scars there are there and whatnot. But I think realistically, um, I think that... Yeah, I, 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 I think Ezra Mann would probably have to be up there without a doubt. Sorry, guys, just got a text. Just checking what that is. Yep, all good. Um, yeah, so I think Ezra Mann, he'll be right up there for 5-8 of the year. I think Cam Munster will be there and thereabouts again, as he always is. Cody Walker, if South Sydney can sort their stuff out, he'll be right up there. I'll tell you what I thought had a really good finish to the season was Luke here. I thought he was really strong towards the back end of the season. So, yeah, plenty of options there, and I'm sure there'll be a few more that jump out of the ground as well. Uh, what have we got? Lucas or KPP. I really like KPP. I'd like to see him get an opportunity there, but Dylan Lucas was sensational. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what they do with Kai Pierce-Paul. He's obviously come over from the Super League. I haven't watched him in about a year or so, but when I did watch him when they signed him, I was very, very impressed with him. So I've had people message me and say that he'll play on the wing, he'll replace Dom Young. I don't think he will. I think he'll be more of a second rower slash centre. Uh, probably a centre at the moment, but I think he'll end up in the back row eventually. Uh, but Dylan Lucas was sensational. There's no doubt about it. I like Kai Pierce-Paul, but I I haven't seen him in the NRL. I've only seen him in the Super League. I've seen Dylan Lucas in the NRL, and he's been impressive, especially on that left edge. So, yeah, it'll be an interesting one. We'll have to watch in the trials. Those two English boys, Price and Pierce Paul, are very, very keen to see how they go at the Newcastle Knights. They are ones to watch. Um, questions. What do we got? Any questions you got, guys? Send them through. This live could be anything. Yeah, we're a bit low tonight. Uh, so, guys, send your questions through. Nathan Cleary to Union. I really fucking hope not. I really do. Unless by that point he has won, you know, four or five comps in a row or something like that, and it's just undeniable where he sits in rugby league. But I would hate to see him go to the Wallabies or anything like that if he hasn't dominated state of origin. I would hate to see him take a spell before he ticks off that last final thing. Um, selfishly, I just want him to stay in the NRL. I don't want him to go, but I look at the career of like Sonny Bill Williams uh, and how going to Union and dominating there has just elevated him so much in world sport. And I genuinely do think Nath is one of those guys that could take himself to that next level. So... 
I'm really torn. Selfishly, I do want Nath to stay. I want him to be as dominant as he possibly can in the NRL because I think he's one of those few guys that I'm going to get to watch in my lifetime that could arguably be one of the greatest we've ever seen. So I want to see him go all in, but fuck, seeing him go to the Wallabies and if they somehow had success with Nath there, my God, it would just be huge for Australia. So I'm really torn on that, but the selfish league fan in me, uh, just wants him to stay. Uh, Warriors back five next year. Yeah, I'm hearing Roger Tuvasashek, as you guys are hearing as well. It's no secret. Sounds like he will play center next year. I don't love it, to be honest with you. I'd rather see him at fullback. Uh, he obviously is a little bit older than when he left and whatnot, and I understand that. But if you've got Roger Tuvasashek in your side, you want him playing fullback, I think. Hopefully he proves me wrong. I said the same thing about Val Holmes, and fuck, he proved me wrong completely. So hopefully Roger does the same. I thought that Chance played really well for the Kiwis the other day. Chance, to me, when he, when he was at the Raiders a couple of years ago, I thought, fuck, he's a little bit one-dimensional. He doesn't really have that ball playing in him. It really has developed over the last year or so. You look at that right edge. Obviously, SJ, uh, he got all the attention for the Warriors this year. But Chance was tremendous out there. So, yeah, I want to see Roger play fullback, but it sounds like it will be at centre. So, can you see how he goes there? And then if he does play centre, it'll be Adam Pompeo or Rocco Berry. One of them has to drop out. I'm not sure which direction they'll go, to be honest with you. A couple of young guys there. Uh, there was one or two that made their debut throughout the season and then got injured as well. Uh, so, there's a bit of talent getting around there. I kind of hope they stick with Rocco Berry. I'd like to see him stay on the side. I think uh, Montoya and DWZ, they'll pick themselves out on the stings. Roger, one centre, the other centre between Pompey and uh, Rocco Berry. I want them to go Berry, but, geez, Pompey was fucking good this year. He's going to be hard to leave out of that side. Once again, depth, fantastic to have. That's what you want and that's what you need. Who replaces Dom Young? Love your work, Guru. Cheers, Cooper. Um, yeah, replacing Dom Young is going to be a handful. I like the kid they signed from the Penrith Panthers. I've been talking about him for quite some time. I reckon he'd be the most likely to take that spot. Um, I forget his name, but they got a Fijian fellow who was in reserve grade. I watched a couple of times. I was really impressed with him as well. Uh, could be a like-for-like like sort of replacement there. So Newcastle, they have plenty of options. And, um, you know, there's not many centers you'd rather play outside of than Dane Gagai at the moment. He's in incredible form. So they're in a good spot the Newcastle Knights. I'm sure whoever they go for, they'll make it work. But I like the kid from Penrith. He's been a he's been a favourite of mine uh, for quite some time. Dolphins top eight with their key signings. I really hope so. I think they'll be right up there. I keep looking at that top eight, and the only teams I see falling out of it are probably the Canberra Raiders without Jack Wyden. But they've shown that you know consistently they can not play overly well and somehow still make the eight every single year. So I don't know what to read into the Raiders. But I look at the bottom eight and I go fuck. If Turbo's fit, Manly should be there. Uh, the Gold Coast Tides are improving out of sight. The Dolphins have got really good signings. They should improve. Canterbury should improve. Uh, South Sydney shouldn't have missed the eight. Parramatta shouldn't have missed the eight. The Cowboys shouldn't have missed the eight. Still only eight spots, and I'm trying to fit about 13 fucking teams in it. So not quite sure how the top eight's going to fall next year, but I do think the Dolphins will be there and thereabouts. I think that Herbie is going to be a huge signing. I think Flegler's going to be fantastic. And I think the one we're not talking about enough, and I think it'll take time, but I think Wayne Bennett's going to get a lot out of Jake Avrillo as well. So uh, sitting in a good spot, the Dolphins. A lot of positives. And, yeah, I, I kind of think they will play finals footy this year, next year. But as I said, there's a lot of teams that I think could play finals footy. So uh, really looking forward to watching them in the trials. Obviously, the first year, there's a lot of emotion in it and whatnot. So keen to see how they get up for the second year. But I think the other thing we need to remember is that, um, you know, this could be Wayne Bennett's last ever year of coaching. It's going to be a lot of emotion going into this year once again for the Finns. So very keen to see how they go. I would probably back them in at the moment. 
Uh, if, if Joey played in 2006, would he be clear top one? Yeah, I think it's something with Joey that we um, – if Joey played in 06 to 08, would he be clear number one? Uh, I think it is something that we need to remember with Joey. Like you, I always say, you look at the career of Cooper Cronk, Brad Fittler. Post-30, they were just so dominant. Post-30, Cooper won three comps in a row with two clubs. Post-30, Brad Fittler went to four grand finals in five years. All we got to see from Joey post-30 was the 05 Origin Series – and I think it was 06 where his team came last. He played 15 games and he came second in the Dalian medal. Maybe that was 05 again. Uh, so when he was post-30, when he was probably at his absolute best, Joey, we didn't really get to see much of him play footy, unfortunately. We saw the origin uh, when he came in, you know, essentially got off the lounge and fucking played and was still to this day, I think it's the most dominant origin performance uh, from a player we've ever seen. So I do think that if Joey would have played more footy in his 30s, I, you know, he's obviously an immortal, one of the greatest we've ever seen, but I do think if he would have played in his 30s, 30s, I think Joey probably elevates himself to the greatest ever, and there's probably no doubt about it. Uh, what have we got? How do you see the youth movement and the Raiders coming through? Yeah, I, I like it, Luke. I, I like the direction they're going in. Obviously, Ethan Strange made his debut. They got him from the Sydney Roosters. Uh, when I watched Strange coming through, he was a 5'8". He's obviously playing centre down there now. Uh, made his debut, I believe, against the Melbourne Storm, and they... They showed him up a little bit, as they probably should. Uh, but I still think he's got a big future. Uh, the other one I really like is Chevy Stewart. I think you'll see him play this year. Uh, I'd probably back him in to be the fullback round one. I don't think it's working out with Xavier Savage. For whatever reason, I'm not inside that camp. I can't comment on it. But it just say, the writing on the wall says to me they've gone they've gone off Xavier Savage a little bit. So I'm going to back Chevy into uh, start round one. Uh, Timmy made a call of him potentially being rookie of the year, and I think he's a really good chance to. Uh, I will say this, though. I've always been a huge fan of Chevy. I thought that when he played uh, in the New South Wales under-19s, uh, he was pretty underwhelming in that game, and I think uh, he'd be the first to admit he was underwhelming in that as well. Uh, spoken to him a couple of times, really good kid. Uh, he's obviously uh, was at the Cronulla Sharks. The Canberra Raiders signed him, uh, and I think he will be the next fullback for the Green Machine, and I, I think he'll do well, Chevy Stewart. So, yeah, I, li- I like what the Raiders are doing. They've got a couple of forwards they've signed to. They got one from the Roosters a couple of years ago, I think it was, uh, who I really like too. So, yeah, the, the Raiders, whilst their first grade squad has got a few holes in it, a few issues, their next crop of young guys have been saying this for, you know, a year or two now. It is very, very solid. So I think they're heading in the right direction. Uh, for the Bulldogs, Tafford fullback and Burton and Crichton centers, Salmon and Sexton halves. Jesus, that's rogue. Um, I would have Critter at fullback to start the season. If it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. So be it. Uh, but Blake Taff would not be my first choice at fullback. Um... Have you ever wished you could play Tiger Woods 2004 PGA Tour as good as me? Darcy, I'll hope you're well, mate. Uh, we used to have a PlayStation game, uh, Tiger Woods 2004. Fuck, it was unreal. We went down for a Melbourne Cup once and we were so addicted to it, we took the PlayStation with us. Uh, I remember playing games at about 2 or 3 a.m. off our fucking heads. So good times there. Um, I might have to get my paws on a Tiger Woods PGA 2004, I think it was. Unreal game. Um, is Chevy a chance for Raiders fullback round one? Yeah, I assume you sent that question in before I spoke about it. I think he will be fullback round one. Obviously, Seb Chris is an option there, but I think I'd be going with the youth. I'd be going with uh, Chevy Stewart from game one. Uh, is he ready at the moment? Maybe not. He'll probably be a little bit raw, uh, but I think it'll pay dividends. Uh, I think the sooner you get him in there, the sooner he can get used to it, and the sooner he can start to dominate there. Who's your New South Wales spine next year, bro? Uh, Yusuf, thanks for joining the live, bro. Uh, um, 
Uh, I still think Teddy will be the fullback. Uh, I'm happy to give him another game there and see how we go. Uh, I guess it sort of comes down to his kangaroo performances over the next two weeks and then how he goes for the Roosters to start next season as well. Uh, but I, I still think Teddy will be the fullback realistically. Um, unless Madge takes an opportunity to go, hey, it's a new fucking era. I'm making mass changes here. Uh, but I think Teddy will be there. Be interesting to see like if Turbo's fully fit, Latrell's fully fit, if Pappy's back running around, there's Scotty Drinkwater, a number of options they could go with. Um, but I think it'll be Teddy. Uh, halfback will be Nath. Hooker, fuck knows. Robson, maybe. Uh, I still think if Appy's fit, I'd probably go with him. Uh, and 5'8", I, I don't know. Uh, Jerome Luai, uh, I don't know. Is his time up in Sky Blue? I'm not too sure. I think it'll uh, it'll be interesting to see what match does, and I do think, and rightly so, I think Nath Cleary will have a very good say on who the 5'8 is. So As it should be, if Isaiah Yeo's the 13, they might go with Cam Murray. Uh, I really I haven't thought too much about the New South Wales spine. It kind of scares me when I think about it, uh, but we've got plenty of options there. So to Queensland, unfortunately. Um... What have we got? Dylan Brown's a really good shout for five out of the year as well. What's your thoughts on Kyle Arrow not playing consistent first grade? Yeah, I just think that shark side's hard to get into, you know. Um, even when you like when you look at the top squad and you look at who's there, you know, the wingers are both guns, centers are both very strong. Like people want to bag Talakine, that's fine, but the fucker averages 180 metres per game from centre. He's not out there uh, getting a cold. He gets through a lot of work, and it helps the Sharkies quite a bit. Jesse Raymond's obviously a gun. And then you've got to fit Connor Tracy in there somewhere as well. And the thing with Tracy is whenever he comes in, he does a job every time. So it is hard to get game time over there, but I would have thought by now they would have found a spot for Kiel at all. Um, and, yeah, I, there's always rumours floating around of him going to new clubs and whatnot. Same as Connor Tracy. I don't know what to read into him anymore. Seems to be a new one every two weeks. But I'd love to see him play some footy. I think in a pretty average Cook Island side, respectfully to them, I think he has shown that he's got some ability. So, yeah. I think he'll start slow in first grade. I really do. I think it'll take him 10 or 15 games to warm into it, and then you'll start to see the best of this kid. But I still think he could be a genuine superstar. Uh, what have we got? Panthers centre next year. Alamotti or May be uh, to River hold his wing spot. Yeah, I'm hearing that Taylor May is going to play centre next year. So uh, Tiny was obviously a gun before he got injured, and I think he's going to come back in and do really well. So I think Isaac Tungo will be one centre, and then I think they'll probably go with Taylor May. With um, Critter leaving, that's going to leave a big hole. Uh, they've got plenty of options. Obviously, Tyrone Peachy played last year at a pretty high click as well. So shock me. Penrith have a stack of fucking options. They'll be just fine. Um, should the Finns go after Curran or after a legit winger? I think every single team in the NRL should be going after Curran. I reckon he has got so much untapped footy in him. Uh, it's not even funny. And I can never really work out why the Warriors just choose not to play him. I think it's quite bizarre. So Josh Curran, I think it'd be a really good signing for a number of sides. And if I was the Melbourne Storm, I'd be sniffing around him for sure. He's got a lot of second phase footy in him. Uh, good footwork. He's a real point of difference player. And he's one of those guys, he's hard to defend because you don't, He's very unorthodox in everything he does, Joshy Curran. Uh, so he's a guy that I would be going after for sure. I'm a bit surprised uh, there hasn't been more chat around him. Bevan French back in the NRL would be great. Yeah, I'd love to see it. He obviously won the Man of Steel the other day. Shout out to Bevan. Unreal stuff. Um, he is like probably one of the most suited players to Super League I've ever seen. I don't mean that in a disrespectful way. But... Uh, but it doesn't shock me at all that Bevan French went over to the Super League and fucking dominated. Uh, but I think you are starting to see smaller guys like that come back into our game. I think with a higher fatigue level and everything, you got you got guys like Ryan Pappenhausen and these sort of fellas. So I think it would be really interesting to see Bevan return. I hope he does before the end of his career, and I hope he comes over sooner rather than later again. Because, uh, you know, obviously as he gets older, he's going to lose a bit of pace and whatnot. So I hope we get him at his electrifying best back in the NRL soon. That would be great. 
Um, all right, guys, I'm going to scroll right to the bottom. So I'm going to go do the most recent questions. Then we're going to hit the frog and toad. So any more questions you got, guys, send them now. I am down at the bottom. How much does for more help the Titans next year? I think it'll be great, mate. I, I stand by it. I thought in 2021 the best Gold Coast Titans back rower was both for more and Fafita was in the side. So I think he was starting to really knock on the door of an origin debut. Uh, that injury really hurt, obviously, really you know, in a bad point in his career. But I think he'll come back and he'll do really well for them. Man, that, that Titans forward pack, if Bofamore gets back to his absolute best, Fafita's playing his best footy, Tino, Mofoda Waker, I love Kenan Palacio as a signing as well. Man, that, that Titans pack is going to be a serious issue for a lot of teams out there. Uh, Arlick, another guy that I really like who probably can't get into the team right now. Sammy Verrill's at nine, love him. Aaron Clark's tough as nails. It's a very good pack for the Gold Coast Titans, so very, very keen to see how they go this season. Uh, who would be the two starting second rowers for the Roosters? Wong, Butcher, Angus, Satili. I selfishly want Wong because I think he's got the potential to be a proper superstar in our game. Butcher, Angus, Satili. I think Satili's probably the one that gets unlucky there. Uh, but I know Tulkinu, um I caught up with Connor Watson the other day. We're at the same... Um, Hello Sport Party a few weeks ago. Talking to Connor, he, the, he spoke so highly of Satili Jupinua. It sort of surprised me how highly he spoke of him and how much that injury really, really hurt them. I think Chi said, said the same thing as well. So that sort of surprised me a little bit. I didn't expect him to be um, that, that much of an impactful player. So maybe I'm sleeping on him a little bit. I think Angus, he obviously had a pretty disrupted start to last season. Uh, so with him full, fully fit again and Wong, that's probably the direction I would go. I, I think you can use Nat Butcher as a middle personally. I'd be going with Wong and Angus. Uh, all, all-time favorite highlight reel. Would love to get your highlight reel best 13. Uh, my all-time favorite highlight reel. I see Jacko Hastings is an on. Wouldn't be you, brother. You're too slow. Uh, I would be going for Matty Bowen, I think. I think his highlight reel was off its fucking head. I think people that are probably too young too young to remember all of Matt Bowen's career probably don't appreciate just how good he was because he didn't play, you know, 30 games of origin. He didn't play a heap of games for the Kangaroos. He didn't win premierships, Dally M's, all this sort of stuff. Uh, but his highlight reel was absolutely off its head. Incredible stuff. Uh, who starts at seven for the Cows? Townsend or Clifford? Townsend, without a doubt. Uh, I think Jakey Clifford, he'll probably be waiting for an injury realistically. But good to see him coming back home. Very talented Jakey Clifford. Uh, obviously, we saw the Newcastle Knights last year, the year before. Uh, I remember we got to like round five, and we are talking about Jake Clifford as just about the MVP of the comp. So he's got ability. I know that season didn't play out the way that we hoped for Clifford and the Newcastle Knights, uh, but I think it'll be a good sign in bringing him home. Him coming through, he was an absolute gun, Jakey Clifford. Uh, so very, very keen to see him return to the NRL. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Um, all right, guys, that might do us. Best case scenario signings for Eels 2024. Best case scenario, signing for Eels 2024. Sorry, mate, I'm not quite sure what you're asking, but when it, when we're talking signings and all that, uh, tomorrow, Bloke in a Bar, big deep dive. We're going through all of the signings, all of the releases, everything for this year coming. So that's going to be a huge episode. Stay tuned for that. I think uh, Hammy's going to be joining us for the whole episode too, so it'll be funny as fuck too. Looking forward to it. 
Uh, which club should sign Lockie Lamb? I personally think the Canberra Raiders should go pretty heavily at Lockie Lamb. I think he'd be a good little get for them to play 5-8 next to Fogarty. I think that'd be a great little get there. All right, guys, I am going to hit the frog and toad. Thank you for joining us once again. Uh, all of this audio will be available on the Rugby League Guru podcast tomorrow, so stay tuned for that. And then we'll have Bloke in a Bar content coming in the afternoon. Cheers, guys. Are you ready to enhance your future in tech? Then it's time to make your move to the UK. The nation that has more tech unicorns than France, Germany and Sweden combined. The nation that was third in the world to have a $1 trillion tech sector valuation. The nation where great talent comes together. Visit gov.uk forward slash great talent to see how you can work, live and move to the UK.